0: What is up, everybody? What's going on? It's your girl, Jay. And it's time for another edition of Jay's Quick 3. How's everybody doing? Hope everyone is doing well. Um, It's been pretty eventful for me this these last few days. I've been um, terrorized by a, a lizard. Or more specific, a gecko, and uh, well, not one, several. And I don't, I know I haven't spoken about this, but people that know me know that I am deathly afraid of pretty much. In, I would say anything outside of a dog or cat, but that's not true. But I don't mess with reptiles, turtles. Frogs, lizards of any kind, snakes, I will die. Uh, anything that looks like in, anything like that, like large bugs, like uh, just, I don't like it. So for the past um, few days, well, what's, today's Thursday. So almost a week ago, last Friday, I was... um Letting my dogs out because we were getting ready to go to bed. So I make them go out before bedtime. So I'm not awake in the middle of the night that they need to go because they're Yorkies. And sometimes it's hard for them to hold it for maybe as long as I'm going to sleep. Anywho, so I was letting them out. As I was letting them out, um, I opened the door. Nothing's there. Now, I will say like previously, there's been two that has gotten in my house. I don't have time to go through the whole story. Maybe one day I'll talk about it, but I really want to save on time. So I'm just going to get to the point. But two have been in my house before. And the first one I call my neighbor to come get. He's laughing at me. I'm like, I, I don't see what's funny. I just need you to come down here and get this damn lizard out of my house. Please. He's like, okay, but I'm going to bring a beer. I don't care what you bring. Just come get it, please. So he came and got it. The second one, I had to G up and just do it myself because it was like 3 a.m. and I was getting ready to go to work. So I had to get it. So now we're here with the present day. So Friday, I'm letting my dogs out Friday night, open the door. I'm checking to make sure because what happens is they're on the door. So when I open a door, they run around the other side of the door. So when I if I close the door, they're on the inside. So. I didn't see anything I let them out everything's fine just like normal Onyx for some reason likes to when it's time to come in he just wants to sit in the yard so I literally have to go out there and pick him up and get him and bring him in the house so I did that as I brought him in the house I closed the door only to see that is a lizard on my door so I put Onyx down and I'm like okay (sighs) I have to try to grab them. It's it's ten thirty. I you know I don't want to call people this late, but I need I need to you know I'm just going to do it just like I did last time and grab them. Well, I grabbed when I say grab him, I'm not I'm not using my bare hands. I have gloves on and I found a towel, like an old dish towel, and I I grabbed them with that last time. So anyway, I grabbed the towel. I try to grab them. I'm scared to touch them, so I'm not really gripping them. And plus, they're they're kind of little. And I didn't want to squish him in my hands because then that's gross. But anyway, grab him. I don't have a good hold of him. He falls out of the towel, goes under my refrigerator. So now I'm freaking out because uh, he can't stay there. Like I don't, we can't do that. So I'm calling my neighbor again. And he, he lives down the street. He's not like my next door neighbor. I'm calling him, calling him. He's not answering. Finally, he texts me. He's like, what's up? And I'm like, are you at home? He's like, no. I'm in Florida um, for a work meeting or something. I'm like, oh, great. So and then I'll call, of course, Miguel and Jeremy. They're not answering because why? Because my friends are like me and we go to bed <laughs> at decent times. Like we're I'm usually asleep by nine, nine thirty because I have to work up. Wake up so early for work. But Anyway. So I'm freaking out. I can't find it. I'm using a broom to try to sweep under, under the refrigerator. I can't, I'm trying to move the refrigerator. It's very hard for me to move it. And then I'm scared if I move it and he jumps out, it's just, it was a lot going on. So I I couldn't get him. So I am like, I can't go to sleep because there's no way I can fall asleep with this animal in my, in my house. Like what if he goes somewhere else? So I stay up. I didn't fall asleep. And I only fell asleep because I just couldn't stay awake any longer. It was like 530 is when I fell asleep because I was literally pacing in the kitchen for a few hours. And then I just went to the living room. I have a camera in my kitchen. So I was just watching the camera has a motion detect detector on it. So I'm just watching the camera, seeing if it's making, you know, if anything's passing, I don't see anything. I eventually nod, nod off. I hear from Jeremy about 6.30, 7 o'clock. Um, he had to work, so he sent Miguel over. Miguel came to look. We looked through the whole house. We couldn't find anything. Do y'all know, that happened on Friday. He came over Saturday, Saturday morning. Do y'all know Sunday night, As I'm just starting to feel better, like, okay, maybe it really is gone. Maybe it's dead or something. Uh, Sunday night is dark in the kitchen because, by the way, I was Googling. So I'm like, I'm going to turn every light on in the area because they don't like light. They're going to hide until it gets dark because that's when they come out. Well, I thought he was gone, so I had the lights off as I'm watching TV, and here I go again. I'm getting up to take the boys out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take you guys out before the sun completely sets, because I don't want to have another lizard try to come in. Well, I go to the kitchen, and there's that damn gecko, so long story short, it was a battle. He was playing games with me. I was fed up and I finally caught him. But now I'm just very uh, shaken up. I'm very traumatized. I don't know if another one will come in. I don't know if there's another one in here. Like I'm just very on edge. And it's been a very rough, (laughs) rough week for me. But that's enough about about uh, Gecko Gate. (laughs) So let's go ahead and get started with the show. All right, so my number three this week. uh, I'm going to give you just a little tidbit about going to Vegas because Autumn and I did a show. We did a bonus episode for my show talking about us going to see Usher because that's why we went to Vegas, to go see Usher at his uh, residency. It's called My Way. So check out that episode. It's the one right before this one. Uh, We talked about the show, our experience. Um... I have some music clips in there from the, or sound clips from the concert. So check it out if you haven't already, but we talked about Vegas and stuff there. So I'm not going to go into detail, but there's a few things, a couple things that happened that I just want to touch on um, with my experience this time going to Vegas. So before I even get to Vegas, right, I'm getting ready to go to the airport, Now I call an Uber, I live outside of Austin, I live kind of like in a small town, it's kind of rural, they're building it up now, but when I first moved here, it was very country, now we have a bunch of neighborhoods and things like that, and it's starting to be more of a city city, but it's still very hard to get ride shares out here sometimes. So anyway, um, I end up booking an Uber, an Uber, and I, I booked it early, like I called it, early. Like I probably had three hours to get to the airport just because I wasn't sure if one would show up or if it would take 30 minutes, 45 minutes or whatever, then I'm show up. I wanted to have enough time to get to the airport. But luckily I got an, an Uber and I think it came within, I think it was like 10 minutes, which is very odd, but yeah, it showed up 10 minutes. Okay. I'm ready going to the airport. I'm in the car, nice young lady, She has some nice music going. Um, She's not talking to me, which is what I love. And so we're just chilling. I'm I'm scrolling through my phone. She's driving and we get out of my neighborhood. The main street out of my neighborhood takes you right to the feeder of the freeway that we need to go on to get to the airport. And so once we get to that stop sign all the way down, once you get close to the feeder, well, you're at the feeder. So there's the, the main street. There's a stop sign, then there's the feeder. If you turn right onto the feeder, there's a big light because there's a big main Street there because my street is kind of a side street. Um, And then after that light, you can merge onto the freeway. So we come to that stop sign, we're sitting there and all of a sudden I hear a car horn beeping and then boom. And I'm like, did we? Did we just get hit? Like, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? What just, huh? Like we literally were sitting at the stop sign. It wasn't like she was going and stopping and going and stopping. We were we were sitting there because there was a lot of traffic going past us. Also, it's construction right there. So it was only one lane. So you literally have to wait for all the cars to go. You can't just pull out into, into the lane and try to merge over because there's no way to do that. So we're literally sitting there. And we get hit from behind pause. And so she jumps out of the car to go see obviously the damage. And then she comes back to me and she's like, well, I don't think she damaged the car, but I was, I was trying to ask for her information and she doesn't want to give it to me. And I was like, what do you mean? And she doesn't want to give it to you. She was like, she doesn't like, I asked for a license. She's asking me why. And I'm like, because you just, <laughs> she just hit you. So <laughs> she, that's what people do. Like, You have to exchange information. So she was like, "Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back over there and talk to her. So she goes back out and then she comes back and she was like, well, she I took a picture of her license plate because she still doesn't want to give me information. She said she doesn't have her insurance stuff with her. And I was like, well, she probably doesn't have insurance. That's probably why. And she was like, so what should I do? And she's like a younger, a younger uh, young lady, maybe early 20s. And she's like, well, I've never been into an accident before. I don't really know what to do. I said, well, you probably need to make a report because if this person doesn't want to give you their information and they don't have their um, insurance information, they probably just don't have insurance. And frankly, you just want to have yourself covered. So go ahead and call the police, make a report so you'll have the information. Make sure you take lots of pictures of your car and her car because people will lie and, you know, it's automatically her fault because any I don't know how it is everywhere else. But in Texas, if you get hit from behind, the person that hits you is um, is at fault. So um, so she was like, OK, I'll, I'll do that. And then I'm like, well, hold, uh, hold on. So uh, sorry, you got into an accident, but I OK, what do I need to do? Because I need to get to the airport like I know. This is traumatic, but I, I have places to go. Like I, Vegas is waiting for me. So she was like, okay, well, let me pull over because we're blocking traffic at this point. Let me pull over to this gas station right here. I'll, I'll cancel your ride and I'll call you another Uber. I was like, okay. So she did that, got me another Uber, got to the airport just fine. I thought it was going to be busy. It was dead. No, I like walked in. The longest wait I had was checking my bag because I do one carry on and I have one bag checked. Checked one bag. Security just walked right through it. There was no line. And I was just early. I went to one of the restaurants in the airport and sat there and ate and stuff and then get on my flight. And I was pretty, the flight was pretty, you know, I, I, so I don't stay awake during flights. Like I have this thing where I have to stay up as long as I can the night before I fly out because I want to sleep the entire time. I just want, you know, I say my little prayer before I get on the flight to make sure everything's okay. I get on the flight. I get a window seat. I close that shade. Sorry, if you want to look out the window, you should have got a window seat. No, I don't care about your kid wants to look. Y'all should have got a window seat. This, This window is mine and the shade is going down. I put my headphones on, I have my hoodie, hoodie up, put the hood up, and I go to sleep. Don't ask me if I want anything to drink or eat or anything. I don't want no snacks. Don't talk to me. Do not wake me up. I'm asleep. And that's usually how it is. Like I'll start off watching a movie because most of the time they have like in flight movies. And once those wheels are up and I know we're in the air, it's lights out. I'm knocked out until we land, use normally. Um so I even had free drink tickets, y'all. I had free drink tickets, like alcohol tickets that the airline gave me. And I fell asleep <laughs> through that. I literally, I was trying to actually wake up or wake up at the time. And I thought they would be giving drinks, but we were having turbulence at one point, And they were like, um, we're going to have to stop service. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going back to sleep. So I ended up going back to sleep and I slept through the service. But anyway. Flight was fine. There was slight drama before we took off with a, a guy that didn't want to move his bag or do something with his bag. And there just there happened to be a black uh, um, flight attendant who pretty much just told him to calm down and sit down and shut up because um, it, she wanted to take off. She was like, you are not going to hold my flight up. We are going to leave on time. And he was like, I paid extra. And I couldn't really understand what. He was saying because I had my headphones on at that point, but he said something like, well, I paid extra for whatever. She was like, sir, blah, 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 something about the bag. You're not, we're not, I need you to bring your bag down. You cannot put your bag up there. We have to put the big bags up there. Um, I'm not stopping this to, I'm not delaying our flight to go check bags. Um, We will take off on time. And then she said one other thing. And then she was like, got it. And he didn't say anything. And then she said, got it. (laughs) And he was like, "Okay." And she was like, good. Okay, everybody, we're getting ready to take off. And like she went right back into like (laughs) she went right back into flight attendant mode. But it was it was pretty funny. But anyway, get on a flight. Everything's cool. Now, the next thing that happened once we get in Vegas, once I get to Vegas and I'm kicking in with Autumn and uh, we saw Chris when we first got there that first night. We were there for three days. So one of the days me and Autumn was like, we want to we want to go have breakfast, but we don't want to do the strip thing. We want to go off the strip, go have something local. So we're kind of she's looking up places to go. So we end up going to this place called Lolo's Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. Now I don't know if you guys have heard of that. I've only heard of it because my sister has talked about it. My sister and my parents live in like outside of Phoenix. So they have one there, but also I think they have some in California. I'm not really sure where they have them all at. But anyway, I've heard of it from my sister, just the name. And so she said my, my um, not my sister, Autumn said they had pretty good reviews. We should go. I was like, okay, we were looking at the menu. Okay, I don't eat meat. So I was trying to find something that I can eat. So I found, I think they had shrimp and grits and they had catfish and something else. So I was like, yeah, we can go there. So my, I was asking my sister, cause I was like, oh, we're going to go to Lolo's. What do you know about it? And she's like, well, I've never been to the one in Vegas, but I have been here. Uh, no. What did she say? Something to that point. Like she's had it before somewhere else, but it wasn't as good as the one that where she lives or whatever. But she was like, I'll look it up. And then she said, it said that you need to call ahead because sometimes there's a really long wait. And so I was like, okay, so I'm looking, trying to. Call ahead or um, book You know how you can save a seat Or whatever online And it said it was disabled That at this time they're not They can't do reservations or whatever So I tell Autumn I was like well do you still want to go And she was like yeah it's pretty early I think if we get there it shouldn't be that long of a wait Okay so And I forgot to mention y'all When I got here when we got to Vegas it was hot Like heat advisory hot It was like 110 degrees every day this is going to be important in like two minutes. So we get there to Lolo's. We take an Uber, get to Lolo's, go in, and there's a small wait. Well, we see a little bit of people waiting. So we're like, oh, maybe the wait won't be that long. Uh, we, Some guy comes up to us. I think he might have been the owner or the manager, and he's just like, hi, welcome to Lolo's, blah, blah, blah. He's just very nice. And I'm like, oh, it's our first time here. We want to check it out. Oh, you're going to love the food. It is so good. I'm so happy to have you here. How many people? I'm going to put your name on this list. And he starts doing that. He was like, oh, just to let you know, there's no waiting inside. And I was like, huh? He was like, yeah, there's no waiting inside. We do have a patio um, around back that you can wait there. You know, we'll send you a text or call something to let you know your table's ready. Um, it's a 45 minute wait. And so I'm looking at autumn like um, <laughs> outside, though, <laughs> like it's uh, it's hot. It's very hot outside. This is the desert. It's, it's super hot. So we're like, OK, maybe it won't end up being 45 minutes. Maybe it'll just be 20, 25 minutes. I think we can handle it. So we go outside. Immediately, we're hot. Immediately, we're hot. <laughs> and so we're like, maybe we can find somewhere we can walk to. And hang out in there until he calls us. But it wasn't anything that we can see on our side of the street. There was something across the street. But we were like, by the time we cross these six lanes of, you know, the street (laughs) and get over there and get in there and hang out and do whatever they might call us. And then it's going to take us forever to get back. So we'll just sit and wait. So we're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. I'm hot. And so we decide after a while of sitting there, like dying, and they had like maybe four or five tables with umbrella umbrella so we were able to get one of those tables we're sitting there and so autumn was like I was like I think I want I need something to drink like I don't my head hurts it's hot out here I'm sweating and she was like yeah I'm thirsty too so then she was like I can go in and just get us some drinks and I was like no autumn like dog I I have I got it let me go in I'll get I'll I was like let's trade off because both of us can't go Let me just go in, get some air, get a drink, order a drink, and then I'll come back and then you can go in and get a drink. She's like, okay. So I go in, go to the hostess, and I'm thinking like she can just order the drink real quick and give it to me. I was like, oh, I want to order. Can I get a water or you have, you know, mimosas or whatever I can have. Um, We're sitting outside. We're waiting. It's hot. We need something to drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can't get it here. Go to the bar. She was like, but just order it there, get it, and then go. You can't sit there and drink it. I was like, no, 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 I don't want to sit and drink it. I just want to order it, and then I'll go back outside. She was like, okay. Um, go over there, try to order. Little do I know, it's only one person working. the That's a, the bartender at the time, and she's by herself. <laughs> so there's a long wait. So now I'm starting to feel bad because I'm like, okay. Autumn's outside dying. I really want to go in first. I just thought it'd be a quick maybe 10 minutes and then run back outside and let her come in and it's not working out that way. Um so she's she's the lady sees me. She's like, I'll get your order in a second. Just let me, I'm backed up, let me finish this. Okay, okay. So finally she gets to me, asks me what I want to drink, and I tell her, and she, you know, she's like, It's gonna be a few minutes because I'm backed up. Okay. And so I'm still looking at, I'm texting Autumn. I'm like, girl, I'm trying. I'm so sorry. Like it is, you know, ghetto up in here (laughs) because we're waiting. This poor girl is by herself and like nobody's helping her. They're, you know, continuously bringing people to sit at the bar and all this other stuff. And so finally she's getting ready to make my drink at this time. So I hear somebody behind me say, excuse me. And I'm like, I turn around like, yeah. And he was like, are you, are you, did you order something? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm, I was trying to order a drink. Well, if you order a drink, you have to get it. You have to stay there. If you order something, she gives it to you. You have to stay there. And then your friend over here will not be able to get the, the table that you guys asked for because she is an incomplete party. And so y'all are, y'all are just going to lose your, your spot. And I was like, what? you can't get a drink here. If you get a drink here, if she gives it to you, you have to stay here and then you're going to lose your table. Cause your friend is not here on the list to be able to sit at the bar with you. And you guys are going to lose your table because it's just, it's not two of you. It's just her. I was like, Oh, okay. And so the lady was like, I won't, I won't make it. I won't make it. Um, she was like, go ahead and get your table. And I know what you want. So when just order it at the table, I'll make sure I make it fast. And I'm like, all right. So I, see autumn we go sit down because autumn is inside by this time and she's hot not just hot with heat like she's hot because I guess the another person that went and got her was mad kind of fussing at her because they thought I had came in to skip the line to sit at the bar and order food and drinks which wasn't the case I just wanted something to drink because you had us sitting outside in 110 degree weather baking like some damn fish in an, in an oven or something like <laughs> I, you know, I just, we were parched. Right. So we got our food, you know, Autumn was just like, girl, I ain't got time. I just want to eat and get out of here because these people get me like, I'm shaking, like I'm tired of this. So we ate, food was good. Food was good I Was it good enough to wait outside in that heat? No they. I just feel like they need to work on their operations a little bit If you're going to have people waiting outside For 45 plus minutes or whatever Or even, even 15 minutes in that heat Like have some misters out there Have some fans Offer them free water Like you know what I'm saying Like something like that Don't just tell them to wait outside <laughs> In the desert heat for like, you know, then you're coming in, then you're coming in sweaty and you're smelling like outside, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody wants to sit there eating their, their uh, breakfast or whatever it is that you're eating, feeling all like sticky and stuff from sweating outside, you know what I'm saying? It just wasn't, it wasn't a good look. Um, Definitely, if I ever went back there, I would definitely figure out how to call ahead. And if I couldn't call ahead, then we're just not going there. But uh, the food, it was good, but that experience was not. So, um, you know, those few things that happened. Um, Luckily, Usher made everything okay. Usher made everything worth it. And we had a good time. So if you want to hear more about Vegas, go, you know, make sure you check out that other episode. Hashtag watch this Usher in Vegas, and that's all I have for my number three. All right. Now let me get into my number two. Uh my number two is about stands. Stan and Stan culture. Stands and stan culture. Um, they crazy out here, y'all. Like literally, these quote unquote stands, like the origin the original meaning of stan comes from Eminem's song Stan if y'all have remembered that song Uh, it was about a pretty disturbed fan that was just upset that Eminem was not giving him the attention that he was asking for even though he was such a good fan he was you know dressed like him he he wore his hair like him he was emulating what he thought was Eminem's life and when he finally did not get that attention He ended up driving himself off a bridge I think with his family in the car Which was very dark But if you have listened to Eminem's music A lot of his older music was is dark
1: Dear mister, I'm too good to call and write my fans This'll be the last package I ever send your ass been six months and still no word I don't deserve it I know you got my last two letters I wrote the addresses on them perfect so this is my cassette I'm sending you I hope you hear it I'm in the car right now I'm doing 90 on the freeway Hey Slim, I drank a fifth of vodka You dare me to drive? You know the song by Phil Collins in the air of the night About that guy who could have saved that other guy from drowning But didn't Then Bill saw it all Then at a show he found him That's kind of how this is You could have rescued me from drowning Now it's too late I'm on a thousand downers now I'm drowsy and all I wanted was a lousy letter of a call. I hope you know I ripped all of your pictures off the wall. I love you, Slim. We could have been together. Think about it. You ruined it now. I hope you can't sleep and you dream about it. And when you dream, I hope you can't sleep and you scream about it. I hope your conscience eats at you when you can't breathe without me. See, Slim? Shut up, bitch. I'm trying to talk. Hey, Slim. That's my girlfriend screaming.
0: in the- So anyway, that's Stan. Stan was the guy's name. And so at some point, I don't know where we incorporated Stan to mean like super fan, but that's what it is. So I've used the term before, like I stand this, I stand that, or I'm going to stand for a second or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like I use it to say I'm, I'm going to be a super fan. But when you really think about it, like I'm not deranged. There is no, there's no moment where I feel like my life is worth less than any entertainer, music artist, movie star, celebrity, whatever. I don't think that. I don't think they walk on water. I don't think that they can do no wrong. I don't think, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I like them. I appreciate the artistry that they uh, give us. Um, I am probably a, a higher caliber fan than some other people that I may know, depending on who it is, like what, who the celebrity or music artists, or what are mainly music artists, who the music artists are, but at least for me, but I am nowhere near st- like real stand level. And I don't, I've, I'm trying so hard to n- not use that word anymore. Because there once was a time where, um I used to call myself a stan. I was a stan of Chloe Hallie, not really. You know what I'm saying? Not in that not in the M&M sense, just as the super fan in my head um sense. But the more I think about it, the more I'm like there are stands <laughs> out there. Mm, uh, there are some there are some um fan groups who I feel are very um terrorist-like. And they harass people. There have been death threats. Like there is no, to me, there is no reason why the artist you love, whether it's a celebrity, like celebrity period, movie star, uh, an athlete, a um, music artist, a producer, a whatever, like whatever it is in that realm of Celebrity, there should be no celebrity that you feel like it's okay for you to threaten someone else's life on behalf of like I don't know if people know like i don't not if people know I don't think these celebrities need the protection of the fans in the way that that they seem to think that they need it, like most of these celebrities have bodyguards, most of these celebrities have security detail. Um, they don't need us in the comments fighting on their behalf in a way where you're threatening somebody. And it's so outrageous. And a lot of times I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, these just have to be kids. Like these have to be kids because who, who, what grown ass adult has time to be putting emojis in somebody else's comments to the point where they can't they can't function, their, their page can't function because they have so many emojis in their comments. What, what adult is doing that? What adult is lurking through other people's pages and social media to find out who unfollowed, who followed who, what did they like, or they, what did they say, or they said something that might've sounded like something that was disrespectful to my fave. And so now I'm going to attack them. Like what adult... What grown adult with responsibilities has time to do that? Like, I don't get it. Like, maybe it's just me, like threaten people, not just be a fan, threatening, threatening people like the stuff that I've seen this past few days is, is crazy. And it's not just these past few days. It just happened to be happening right now. But there's been years of me seeing stuff like from different fan groups that like if you don't like their fave, they will come after you with with all the power of Grayskull trying to attack you like I is. It doesn't make sense. And on the flip side of that, their faves are sometimes encouraging this, this behavior. So if I'm a kid, cause I'm still just, I know it's not just kids, but I'm just going to assume as kids. If I'm a kid, 13, 14 years old, and I'm loving my fave and my fave is giving me attention and retweeting or reposting or liking or responding to what I'm saying when I'm telling her or him, um, this person said this about you or, I'm not having it, you're not messing with my fave and you, ta- you tag your fave in it and they like it and you're, they're like, oh, this is what I need to be doing. And so it's kind of encouraging the bad behavior to me, which doesn't make sense. Like I don't get it. There is, there is um, I think there is something mentally, um, unstable about some of the behavior that I see that's, that happens online with some of these fan groups and they need to seek professional help because something's not right in their life because I can't see a just a regular regular person who has a pretty okay life spending hours and hours and hours of their time online bullying somebody else I just don't I don't I don't understand it. Like, I don't get it. The stand culture is very crazy. But I also, again, on the flip side, I feel like those artists, those movie stars, athletes, celebrities who kind of encourage the bad behavior. Sometimes I feel like maybe maybe it's because they they see that as a form of love that they're getting back. So maybe it's something that they're lacking in their lives where they don't care what kind of attention they're receiving from their fans. Um, if their fans like it's as wild as their fans can be, if they're being crazy on behalf of them, that's that makes them feel good in a way. So that's just something to explore. I don't know. I think in both those situations, the celebrity and the fans that there definitely needs to be um some kind of professional medical um, person involved in in the lives of some of those people um, that can help them talk their feelings out versus coming at everybody online and then, you know, harassing or giving death threats to people. I don't know. It's just it's out of control. Sometimes I sit and think and I'm like, well, man, what if I was You know, when I was 14, my favorite group of all time still now is was TLC. And I was a super fan, super fan, not 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 Stan level. We didn't have social media. We didn't have social media. We didn't have like and I guess Stan didn't either. When you think about it in the song, there was no he was handwriting letters to Eminem. But I didn't really expect letters back. Did I write letters to TLC? Yes, because TLC had a fan club that you wrote in. So, I mean, I was 14 years old. So that's what we did. We didn't have like proper internet. We definitely didn't have social media. So if you wanted to do those things, you wrote in to your, your faves or whatever. And I just think if I had social media and I, I had that much close access to my fave, would I probably be a little out there? Maybe. I don't know. I've, I was never I I I don't really know how that feels at that age because, you know, I didn't have it. So I was just happy to have my name in their fan fan club album. Like I was excited about that. That was the only response I ever got from them. And that was year after years of being a fan of theirs. Like, I never got a letter back or anything like that, but I did. Like I said, I had my name in the fan, um I say fan club, fan mail album as a way for them to thank their fans for all the letters that they sent in. So that was good to me. But just to think if I could tweet T-Boz, if I, if I can watch Left Eye be on uh, IG Live, like that would be something. That would be something. Would I be a stand-in? I don't know. I was really, really a big fan of TLC. Like dressing like them, knew all their songs, read the liner notes because, you know, they had liner notes in the in the tapes and the CDs. I could tell you every verse of every song. I knew producers. I knew I knew the writers like I was really into them. But I was I never I just think maybe that's not me. I've never been in a space where I want to threaten somebody else because they don't like who I like. Like I'm like. I'm always like, well, great. (laughs) Like I get to have them to myself. You don't like them. That's fine. You don't have to like them. I like them. I've never been where I want to fight somebody because they don't like who I like. And even now, like if something where if I were to disagree with somebody online and they start harassing me, like my life is not on social media. I'm not really sure how that would affect me because I don't social media is not what I do. Like I go on social media and see other people's things and comment and maybe retweet or repost it or like their posts, but I don't do social media. So if I upset you and you want to put a bunch of emojis in my comments well, have at it run my engagement up because like I don't it doesn't bother me because I can log off but it doesn't affect me as much but it, I've never been cyber bullied like that either no one's ever sent me sent me death threats so I can only imagine being on the other side of that where you have hundreds of thousands of people coming at you Telling you they know where you you live, saying I know where your son is, I know where your brother lives, I will find your address, I will put your information on the internet, like that stuff is scary and crazy. So stand culture, I I hope it dies down eventually because <laughs> it the way it's going, people, are, a lot of people could get hurt. Some people I feel like are lying; they're not really going to act on that, but you never can tell with these people these days. So. Um, hopefully the stand culture kind of dies down to where you understand that all these celebrities are just people just like us and not, not every word or everything they do is the right thing. And they don't need you to be their bodyguard because they're, they have, they have security probably, I'm sure they don't need you fighting their battles. And that's all I have for my number two. All right. Now my number one, I'm gonna try to see if I can do this quickly. Um, uh, March, 2019, I did an episode called hashtag Halle Bailey. And it was about when Halle first, it was first announced that Halle would be the Little Mermaid. And of course, all the racists came out. They're upset because they don't understand how a black person can be Ariel. It is now 2022. The movie is, has been shot the trailer or not even a trailer, a teaser of the trailer came out a couple of days ago and people are still yet in their feelings. This was announced in 2019. It is 2022. Um, And you're still butthurt about this, this situation. Like it baffles me. I don't understand it. I don't get why every time there's a black or brown person put in as a lead character not even a lead character as a character of somebody you feel like should have been white y'all lose y'all whole mind every time every time like a while back I heard about Lacey Mosley who I listened to her podcast um it's called Scam Goddess but she was also on a black lady sketch show, and she currently is an actress on iCarly. Now I know what iCarly Carly is, but I never watched it. That's a little um, young for me, because you know I was. That's what is it Disney or Nickelodeon? I'm not sure. Whatever it was, like a teen show or something. Well, now they did a reboot of it where they're all grown up, and Lacey plays the best friend of iCarly, and I guess as the original iCarly there was a white girl. I want to say her name was Sam, who was her best friend. Sam's not on the show anymore. Lacey replaced her as a different character, but still I Carly's best friend. And people lost their mind calling her all kind of names, harassing her only because she's black. And they're like, how can you replace Sam with this person? Pretty much. All kind of N-words, all kind of monkeys, all kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And Hallie is getting the same thing. Hallie has been getting it since they announced it. And I, I'm i not going to get deep into it other than to say um, the world is changing in different ways. Not, Not everything is good. Not everything is as we would want it. But there are certain little glimmers of hope that... There are places that do want to be more diverse that do want to give black and brown people the opportunities that we weren't able to get um, say when I was growing up and y'all just have to deal with it. Like we as black and brown people had to grow up and watch 80 years, which is what I said in, in my earlier episode, 80 years of white Disney princesses. And the moment we get a black one, y'all lose your mind y'all lose your mind like I don't know how the how the response was back when Brandy was Cinderella and Kiki Palmer was Cinderella and Tony Braxton was Belle because we didn't really have social media that way in that way and I don't remember hearing a bunch about it I'm sure there was but Now, in this day, when Hallie gets named and people like Lacey Mosley gets named, y'all go batshit crazy because why? If you want to if you want to see Sam, go watch the old iCarly. I mean, they're still there. You can go to Disney Plus. I'm I'm assuming if you want to see the old Ariel, Disney Plus has the old Ariel right there. Y'all try to mask it by saying, oh, her hair is not red enough or it doesn't look like she's really underwater or it doesn't like you come up with all these different excuses that that mean nothing that don't don't make any sense. But the real reason is because she's black. So I'm just going to say, Hallie, I'm so proud of you. I was proud of you in 2019. I'm proud of you now. Um, I'm very happy that I got my autographs. At the time that I did, because the stock is going up and I'm I'm going to be so happy to be able to gift my niece with an autograph from Hallie. And when her toys come out, give those to her. I just think that's dope. But that's a side note. But again, I'm so proud and happy and I'm so proud that you're able and I'm sure it hurts. I'm sure it's not easy to look under the comments and see people. Calling her names and and all of the kind of stuff and saying she's not good enough. So I'm pretty sure that's hard. But shout out to her. Shout out to you, Hallie. I wish you nothing but the best. And what you're doing and your role in Ariel means so much more than I think anybody really realize. Um, Seeing a black princess, black Disney princess, is something that I never had the chance to see. But I'm so happy that kids now can see that and know that it can be different shades of of Disney princesses and princesses, period. It doesn't have to be one standard kind of princess. It can be all kinds. Everyone can see themselves in the different princesses, the ones from back in the day and the ones now. And it means a lot. And to see those um, being seeing these videos all over like TikTok and Instagram of kids watching the the sneak peek and like being excited especially especially little black girls and boys being able to see that and I just think it's dope that they get to see someone that looks like them or looks like their mom or looks like their sister or their cousins finally to be able to be a part of a fairy tale because all of it is fake we deserve to be able to have fantasies as well like it's not exclusive to one race of people like I know that's what y'all think but that's not how that's not how things are gonna work. You know what I'm saying? So those of you that are still crying over that, I guess build a bridge and get over it is nothing's gonna change it. The movie is done. The movie's coming out in May 2023. And those of you that are celebrating with me in this milestone and this culture shift, um, let's keep it up. Let's go to the movies that support our girl. And hopefully when they see the dollars that make sense, they'll continue to um put us in these roles because we deserve. So that's all I have to say for my number one. All right, now let's get to the vibes of the week. Now, I am so excited to present these vibes of the week this week because these two people are actually people that I know. Now, one of them I know way better than the other But I happen to know both of them. But it's so funny. Both of them were on my show. Both of them were on the J Chat series. And both of them somehow released music right after each other. Like close. So I'm very happy. I told them when the music came out, I was going to promote it. And I stand by my word. And not only because I said I was, it's because I actually like it. I'm not going to play something that I don't like. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, that's not me. Like, I'm going to listen to it. If I like it, I'm going to play it. So let's get into the first vibe of the week. And, and Rebel is really harassing me. So I got to hurry up. Uh, the first vibe of the week is from Lolita Leopard. If y'all remember, she was just on the show a couple, well, where are we at? September in, well, I released it in August, last month. So she was on the show last month. We talked about, her music career and her getting ready to drop some music. She didn't give us a date, but this dropped a couple of weeks ago. The name of her song is Fashion 2.0. And again, this is somebody I'm just really proud of. I respect her grind. I respect what she's doing. I first saw her in 2018 in a docuseries called My House. And I was really, for some reason, drawn to her and what she was doing. I just felt like she was really putting everything into what she believed in she talked about being homeless for a while she talked about all the sacrifices her and her boyfriend at the time fiance now had gone through to make to help make her dream start to come true and I I just really I respect that I love and I love to see us win I love to see us win so she's on her way so I'm not going to get deep into it just go listen to the episode um and learn some more about her but this is lolita leopard and it's her single fashion (laughs) 2.0 In with my Gucci on, stepping in with my Cartier on, I'm stepping in with my Louis on Chanel, come on, dear Gosson. I'm stepping in with my Gucci on, stepping in with my Cartier on, I'm stepping in with my Louis on Chanel, come on, dear Gosson. New glare, Valencia, YSL and Prada, Matt Brandt, he is the Lafayette, you're dressed in proper. New glare, Valencia, YSL and Prada, Matt Brandt, he is the Lafayette, you're dressed in Proctor fashion 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 labels labels more what's the score fashion labels labels more the score So that was fashion 2.0 by Lolita I actually saw her a couple of days ago on IG live in the studio again, working on some more music. So we might have another single coming soon. Maybe I know she's going to let uh, fashion 2.0 probably ride a little bit, but I'm excited for what she has to come. So please do me a favor, everybody listening, go stream this, even if you're not into it, even if this is not your jam, this is not your thing. Do me a favor and just stream it once. I'll I'll have Lolita's name in the show notes so you can you can go to your favorite streaming service, put her name in Lolita Leopard Fashion 2.0 and just stream it one good time for me. If y'all can do that for me, please, as my listeners, that'll be great. I definitely want to give her a little Jay's quick three family bump in her streams and uh, just give her some support. So do that for me. Now, the second vibe of the week is from another girl on the grind. Now, this person I've known since she was born. She's been on my show. She was the very first Jay's chat guest. She's also happens to be my cousin. (laughs) Her name is Kita, And we've been talking back and forth. And she's like, cousin, cousin, look, I got something coming. I'm super excited. Like, my EP is coming out. I'm finally done. I'm like getting the the finishing touches on it. And then she told me my app my my singles dropping this day. My EP's dropping this day. So when I heard it, I was like, okay, my, my little cousin can sing. My little, she she is so talented. She acts. She sings. She writes. She's been directing. Um. She's been on the grind for a very long time, very long time. Like she theater plays, independent movies, singing everywhere. Like, I'm so happy to see like where she is and where she I know where she's going to go. So proud of her. Shout out to you, Kita, if you're listening. But I want y'all to hear her new song. This is Kita K-E-D-A. And this is her song F. W-U. check it out
1: and that's what you're going to settle for I'm going to stick this out I'm trying to be on that
0: Martin and Gina, Gina oh, oh. keep it Gucci like Gucci and dope like I love that little 90s feel it feels fun it feels young it takes me back it is an interpolation I would say I don't know if it's a sample don't give me a line on what it is but if you guys remember back in my day that sounds like um rock with you by Bobby Brown um an interpolation I would suppose but I like it please again y'all Go stream this. Again, I'll have her name in the show notes, K E D A. You can find her song on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. She is dropping her EP on September 22nd. So in a what in about a week or so. So go out again for me, for me. This my cousin, y'all. And I'm not just it's not just because she's my cousin. She's really talented. Go and do me a favor. I want people to come on my show that um, know that I got their back, right? If they on my show and I really, I really mess with them, I want them to know that I, we support them. So go stream her song FWU at the places I told you to and prepare to get sick of me because when this EP drops and I listen to it, um, I'm supposed to be getting a special gift in the mail. I'm waiting on that. We'll see when that comes in, but prepare to be sick of me because I'm, I'm going to be, you know, supporting, especially my family, right? I got to do that. So stream Fashion 2.0 by Lolita, stream FWU by Kita. And that is all I have today. It was a little long, but you all already know by now, if y'all been listening to me, you already know. So if this is your first time listening to me, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you didn't, guess what? There's 113, 14 other episodes I have. I'm pretty sure you would find something that you like. You can go to my website, jsquick 3 podcom jsquick the number three, pod.com, or you know what? Y'all can just scroll up. You can get my information on there. I'll have Kida's information on there. I'll have Lolita's information on there. So it makes it easy for you guys to click on their names and go find out what you need to find out. All right. So those of you that's been rocking with me again, I always appreciate you guys. I always appreciate the streams. My international people shout out to y'all because y'all. Y'all been messing with me real heavy And I really appreciate it So that's all I have for y'all I don't have nothing else I will talk to y'all later Peace out